Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to beat, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to beat, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. It's your boy Real Talk Moore, who I got in the building with me. It's your boy Cliff Brockman now. We have special guests. Allow them to introduce themselves. Oh, we introduce ourselves? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, I want to like, kind of like a setup. Well, <laughs> we got homies to the show. Right. The one and only Blueprint Live crew. Right. Very special yes. guests. Derek, Derek D-E-E. Blueprint Live. And it's the humble snob, Miss Walker. Hi, yes, everyone. Yes, yes, yes. For those who don't know the Blueprint Live, they have their podcast that come on every Wednesday at what time? Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. Yes. And very good podcast, so I'm very happy and, and humble to have you guys on. Thank you. We're happy to be here. And now I want to yeah, put you guys on the hot seat because you guys <laughs> usually run the show and mm-hmm. you guys usually ask the, the questions and yeah. I yeah. get y'all insight. We and don't really do well as guests. But we'll try. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're going to do your thing. And you know what? It was, you know, watching the different aspects of what's going on with Tyrese this week had made me think of a lot of different, you know, <laughs> questions, right? Uh-huh. And then also, there was a cool poem um, someone had put on, and it was someone combating, like, we miss Kanye West. And okay. it was saying, like, they was using his lyrics against him. Different things. I about. saw that. You saw that, right? Yeah, it, w- it was a girl. It was a girl. The lady did that. I saw yeah, that. So mm-hmm. it made me think about certain questions. And the first question was, which is a very popular line from his song Gold Digger. Mm-hmm. And we all know that, that line when he gets on, he leaves your ass for a white girl. Yes. And it started making me think like there's many aspects to that, right? It's not necessarily musicians, mm-hmm. sometimes it's athletes, sometimes it's our brothers in the corporate environment, for one reason or the other. And I know sometimes you have strong opinions about things like that. Oh, you know I show. do. Exactly. I have a lot to say. So it, it was wonderful <laughs> to have you guys as guests because, you know, and you guys usually stand on the opposite side of, of the same section, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I definitely wanted to have you guys, you know, have input on this. So the first question, obviously the first topic is when he gets on, he leaves your ass for the white girl. But the sub-question is, why does it seem like a high amount of successful men of color marry white women? And we're going to have the... Ladies first. Oh, you want me to go first? It's always ladies first. Why? Um, I think a lot of it comes from self-hate. I feel like a lot of black... Yeah, I said it. Um, (laughs) Y'all gonna go at it. I said it. I said it. Um, A lot of black men don't value themselves. Therefore, Mm. if you don't value yourself, it's impossible to value anybody else around you. So they come up with these ridiculous ideologies like, oh, black women are bitter, black women complain, this and that, white women don't. I don't know a white woman who doesn't complain. I don't know any woman who doesn't complain, whether she white, Asian, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call her. So that's comical to me. Those people that you're usually talking about are the ones who feel the need to down their own women to justify why they're with someone else. I'm all for love who you love. Be with who you want to be with. Exactly. But when you start trying to drag your own as a reason why you're with this person, then I'm going to tie that back to self-hate. A lot of them just hate themselves. And they hate their mothers, too. Oh, that's deep. Mm. I we'll said get, it we'll, again. We'll get back to that. What about you, D? Mm. So self-hate is a component, but I don't think it's so much self-hate. I mean, there's, there's self-hate that goes on there, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to think about it. a lot of these people come from lower income neighborhoods, you know, didn't have access to like, let me say, bad girls, bad women, mm-hmm. bad chicks, right? Mm-hmm. So as you move up in the ranks and make more money, you're exposed to new people, new things, new experiences. And when you have money, people come to you who wouldn't come to you before in your previous situation. Yeah. So part of it is, oh, snap, this is new. I have access to this. Mm-hmm. I never, this is a new experience to me. I never did this before. Yeah. 
And you got to look at it that way. Some of it, yeah, some of it could be self-hate if these people are spouting black women this, black women that. I think it's more so just they have more access to people, more access to a new type of people, to new type of woman. What do you think, bro? Um, I think a lot of athletes or entertainers, they like to um, date white women because they feel like, and no disrespect to the sisters, that um, white women don't have motives. They, they don't have motives. What? They, 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 I, I have to disagree, but I gotta let you finish on. your thoughts. Yeah. White women don't have motives, right? So sometimes, no. When you sometimes, sometimes, when you do go to a new environment, like when you first get to college or you, what you call it, you might start dating white women, and then you see that, wait a minute, she's not complaining as much. She's holding me down. She's helping me. She she's doing certain things. Not saying black women don't do that. You see what I'm saying? So. They say to themselves, you know what? I like this situation. Uh-huh. She doesn't care that I don't, I don't have money. She doesn't even, she doesn't, no, no. I'm sorry. She doesn't care that I don't have money. She doesn't uh-huh. even follow sports like that. She, she, she's financially stable already. A lot of times, then that, then that security, they lead off to white women because they say, you know what? I know if, if things go wrong, she's not coming for it. <laughs> So, and that's the honest opinion. I'm you know, and you know, I respect everyone's opinion. I highly disagree because I also feel like, yeah, you know. Me too. Highly a lot disagree. of times, and not necessarily because of that. white women, but a lot of times these women that you weren't exposed to in the beginning have a long play in head. So, you know, either one, they know you can provide security. Two, they know they're going to get in your pockets if it doesn't work out. So I really do think sometimes there's a motive to it. But I also think that there is some kind of poison in some of these men mind that you know I've made it to a certain place and then they start changing their views of what's beauty to them what's quote unquote trophy to them what kind of makes them part of the big boys because a lot of times you know these successful people have more successful peers that they try to now match now live like you know this is how he carries himself so they kind of try to roll in those certain circles and i feel like sometimes you know getting you an exotic or you know i hate the Mm -hmm. the term exotic but you know you know the Mm non-woman of color that you're used to dealing with becomes a trophy to them it's a trophy because they're not coming to you if you weren't in that position if you didn't have money if you didn't play sports if you didn't necessarily go to that school they wouldn't even look at you but I do have a caveat as well. You know, like we, we everybody in here are, are, are college graduates. So we all, and all of us here, I'm assuming, but we didn't go to HSB, um, HBCUs, right? HBCU. Sorry, yeah. So, I went to University of Buffalo where the majority of the people at the school were white people. So sometimes some of these people weren't exposed to these people when they were, you know, in their low economic backgrounds, but now they're exposed to these people, and now it's something different. Now it's something that, different that they choose to date. Now, the, the ideologies I hear about, like, you know, white women are more submissive, white women listen, and stuff like that, that to me is this BS. Like, I, I feel like they tolerate a certain form of manipulation from women outside of you know women of color from other women and then they think that it's submissive but it's just like these women get them to do whatever they want to do anyway a woman of color usually gives it to you raw and straight so some men don't want to hear that some men don't want to hear what they need to hear but these other women kind of are more manipulative as far as how getting what they want done and they think oh that's submission I want to get back to the motives thing mm-hmm. where you said that white women don't have motives. First of all, they do because they wouldn't even know who you are if you didn't have the money. So that's the motive right there. They make sure that they're with somebody who is financially secure. And I feel like that's where they have black women beat. Because one day, this was like a year ago, I was in, it might have been Starbucks or something like that. And I heard that was eavesdropping on these two white girls having a conversation and she was talking about why she was leaving her boyfriend and it was the most simple cut and dry answer she said I don't believe in him as opposed to a black woman who's the type to fall for a man's potential and she'll hold him down and she'll build his resume and she'll try to help him move ahead and here she is saying I don't believe in him 
she's not going to move forward with you if she feels like you cannot keep her financially secure. So that sounds like a motive to me. I had to combat that only because I know in high school, you know, I was always chasing after, you know, me personally, I was always chasing after Caribbean girls, especially Haitian. I'm a Haitian man. I was always mm -hmm. chasing after Haitian girls, not the black girls, things like that. And I always felt like a lot of the girls around the time was chasing the D-boys and the more flashier dudes With than money. the regular. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, these... But young. that's but that's high school though. No, but high school mm -hmm. and into college. A lot of times these young men who don't have anything, and you know what? Some of these women, some of these women, white women or you know women of other ethnicities, see the potential in that man, and cater to that. And sometimes they feel like the sisters who they tried to holler at was just playing them because they wasn't already established. What you, let me let me get. Listen, at the end of the day, because you was an athlete, at the end of the day, I played college basketball, mm -hmm. and, and I went to school where a lot of us football and basketball players mm -hmm. we dated white women. Yeah, it's not, and we had black girls in our school. What you call it? Trust me, financially, they don't care what you bring to the table. It's if they generally. This was college. This was college. Okay. This was college. This is not. Um, okay. So and this and is not. So listen, right. listen financially, them weren't going to the NBA or well, the NFL. Majority, yeah, majority of us wasn't going to NFL, NBA, what you call it, and they held us down. Like it wasn't a financial thing. It was basically, I like this guy. I'm going to do whatever it takes. It, it, I, I know from experience because even when I graduated school, I had somebody coming, uh, uh. Almost a thousand miles every from PA to to New York all the time to come see me because she wanted to make the relationship work. So well, we're talking about getting on yeah. and then moving on to outside of your race, yeah. right? But before you went before you were in that situation, did you date white women before? I dated white women in high school too. All right. So I I got the experience to uh, to talk about it. In, in I'm more so talking about just established adults. So if you're yeah. talking about established adults. How many established white women do you know are in relationships with broke black men? I don't know any. Zero. How many? How many do y'all know on the live stream? Because I don't know any either. Yeah. So, but cause, how cause, many established black women have you heard of in relationships with broke black men? A lot. A yeah, lot. I heard of that. A lot. I mean... I Honestly, yeah, because we're talking about when you get to that point, not necessarily through life. Because oh, I, I, I get it, I get yeah. what you're saying, but, but you know, it kind of it kind of leaves because it's kind of a psychological thing, which I'm going to lead to my next question mm -hmm. is because we we carry scars, we carry baggage. So some some men is just like when I when I didn't have nothing, these these sisters was dissing me. So now I got a little something. I'm not going to go back and give the mm -hmm. sisters the love. I'm gonna give. Some other people love because I don't have no disdain or no history yeah. or any bad taste. So my next question is, is and this kind of goes into the, the movie, like, you know, Get Out with the whole sunken place kind of mentality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my question is, is there some kind of King Kong complex in some of these successful men? And you know how King Kong, King Kong has a lot of subliminals, that movie in it. You know, yeah. it was showing, you know, the black man's uncontrollable rage mm -hmm. to try to... Gather the American beauty, the the white woman. So, do you think some of these men have some kind of social social defect or psychological issue where it's just like they 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 run into this woman as a sign of confirmation that they've made it, like a yeah. trophy? To a certain extent, yeah. I to mean, a certain extent, a trophy. I mean, yeah, it's pretty to look at, but at the end of the day, it's just a piece of plastic. Yeah. Because that's really what a trophy is, isn't that? Isn't isn't that what it's made out of? But as far as race goes, we were talking on our show previously on just vanity the idea of the standard of beauty in america is a white woman with black features your average kim kardashian and not her personally but just in general it's the well, white woman sister with 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 the curves with Who, the lips no, no one gave no love with, to till she started altering exactly. her body and then all of a sudden now yeah you know what she got black features yeah that's what happened so I do think they have been brainwashed with these images on what beauty is. Mm -hmm. And then they chase those images. And then when they finally get it, they feel like they've made it. So there definitely is a King Kong complex. How do you think? Mm. He don't like me. No, no, no. I don't, I don't, I don't have no problem. I don't have no problem. Um, I think, I think it's, it's, what she's saying is a little bit true. But I also think it's like... 
when they get the newfound success, they get exposed to something different. That's and exactly what that's it what is. That's what they're exposed to something different. So when they're exposed to something different, it has nothing to do with just white women in general. You could be Indian, you could be whatever. They're exposed to something different. Sometimes a black man, he he won't date, he don't know how to date a white woman. He don't even know how to talk to a white woman because he's never been in that community or that environment. So now he gets to be around that environment because he made it. He's 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 with different people. So now he's like, you know what? Let me try this. Let me see what's going on yeah. in in this field. If he wasn't exposed to the the community, or he just was based on the African American community, he doesn't know how to talk to. There's some there's some black men don't even know how to approach. You can't approach a white woman the same way you approach a sister. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you from experience. I, no disrespect, sis. You can't. I did it both, and I'm, I'm I'm married to a Haitian Dominican black woman, so I ain't. I, it just I'm doesn't put that make out sense there. to me. Because but what I'm saying go ahead, is, finish. what I'm saying is, if you're not exposed <laughs> to it. You're not exposed to it, then you don't understand what's going on. But once you get that exposure to it, you might want to try that. And it has nothing to do with white, black. It's just about being exposed to it now. Why do you feel that you can't... What? What? Wait. I got flustered. Did I throw you off? Yes, you did. Why do you feel that there is a different way to talk to a a black woman than it is a a white woman? It is. You can't. When you you approach me. You can't approach any any woman of... Any different, you can't have a cookie cutter approach to women. Period. How would you approach me? What you mean? How would, how would you approach you? me? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to a white woman. Tell me, t- somebody, tell me the difference. How how would how would you? Approach right, so me? I, I, I'll tell you because just knowing you and Tinura, you're very pleasant person. But sometimes you have a very oh, I'm tough, pleasant. Yes, thank you. But you have a very <laughs> tough look to you. Like if if people don't know you, the look you have is kind of strong. I don't want to use the term, you know, resting beef face. How would you approach me? Say I'll pay all the rent. But to me, I I, I kind of do my research before I speak to someone. Uh-huh. Oh, like if I saw you just now, just how you are, I would yeah. speak to okay. This sister's wearing her hair natural, so I'm gonna speak to that. Okay. You know, I see the African pendant, so I would speak to that. I would find something like that to see if I could, like, oh, that pendant is very nice. Okay. I've been to Africa. Uh-huh. And start conversation that way. Okay. But from, to what he's saying is just that it's, it's, it's certain little things that, you know, interest. Like, trying to gain commonality, common interest. If, if, if you haven't grown up in an environment where you've been exposed yeah. to white people, mm-hmm. it's hard to be like, you know, I'm going to talk to her about such and such. But if you, like I said... There's a couple of things that I, this off the back that i seen of you, I'm like, you know what? You have a nice complexion. There's certain things I can speak to you about and mm-hmm. then try to go on a conversation. Okay. But if you don't have that commonality with a woman, a white woman or a woman from another nationality, then you have to approach them differently. Okay. So how would you approach a white woman? What's different? What do you mean? What's it's, 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 really, it's really cultural. Yeah. I, I, like he's saying, everybody is raised differently yeah everybody has different experiences so you try to speak to those experiences the black and the white experience is different and you can't ignore that it's like it's like let me give a even more extreme example say if you were speaking to someone in the hood on the corner versus a businessman on wall street it would be a completely different approach on how you would present yourself in a conversation you wouldn't use the same tone so now let's take it to a more practical example of just a black and a white woman yeah you wouldn't you just wouldn't use the same type of mannerisms off the bat if you don't know what type of you person you're dealing with. You use the with. same kind of language, the same kind of colloquialisms. It's like a completely different Certain approach. slang you might yeah, not use. Yeah. slang you might, you might not even use. Understand? Relationships is about being a salesman. You have to sell yourself according to the population that you're selling to. Me, that's, that's why the you whole know, friend zone perspective that you know they always call me friends or more and stuff like because me i've always had to sell myself so i kind of do research and sometimes while you're doing research and trying to gain certain points you kind of wind up in the friend zone uh-huh. here's but, here's what it might sound like and tell me if i'm right on this when we say approach a woman differently you think that we are kind of saying cater to one woman a little bit more than the other or give certain attentions that you wouldn't give to a black woman is that what you kind of interpreted it as it sounds like when I think of a guy approaching me, I just think of him approaching me, just greeting me, saying hello, how are you? I didn't know that there was a way to do that with a black woman and another way to do it with a white woman. It's just how you start a conversation and get a conversation going. 
It's, it's, it's not like you're a completely different person. And that's 100% true. Another, another thing that's also is like, okay, a black woman is approached, especially attractive black woman is approached by certain kind of, you know, pickup lines and, and mm-hmm. you know, approaches and stuff like that. That sometimes, especially in New York City, because I've been all across the country and, and women of New York City, it's just they have a tougher exterior. We so, have to. Mm-hmm. Granted, I'm not even going to yeah. argue that. So, mm. you know, you have to approach a woman of color with a sort of a different approach, a more like, you know what, a gentle, but at the same time assertive. And like, you know what, I have 30 seconds to do my sales pitch where I've been mm. in other places like Houston. I love Houston. A woman could not find you attractive at all, but just because of her southern hospitality, her southern hospitality, she'll give you five minutes to just dis- mm-hmm. discuss what mm-hmm. you want to talk about. You got a New York, you got a minute with a, a woman from New Our York. experience and is, is different. And if in that first 15, 20 seconds you you didn't say yeah, something that that was worthy, that was that's a wrap. Are we allowed to take live stream comments? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So. Anella just asked, so which one is more intimidating to approach, a white woman or a black woman? Neither. None to me, it would be a white woman because... Okay, you way, said neither, you said uh, white. Okay. The way that this country <laughs> the way that this country is now, uh-huh. I don't know anybody's agenda. I've, I've no, there's some, <laughs> you don't there's, trust nobody. <laughs> listen, there's some people, white people that I've known for 10, 15 years, until Trump came on the scene, I never would have... So they true colors, I right? I never would have known that they felt certain kind of ways. I'm married, so I'm not in the game. But I always say that, to me, I have to find a commonality between me mm-hmm. and the person that I'm approaching. Okay, you know? so you're saying the like, white woman would even, be more... Even my wife that I'm married to, she's Puerto Rican, and um, she she doesn't look like a prototypical Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. which, um, that that is wrong to say. But you know the stereotypical features of a Latina that you would think? Mm-hmm. My wife doesn't possess that stereotype. Mm-hmm. But her love for family and culture is what really kept me like enamored with her. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing to me is just like, I haven't observed the white culture and family structure to feel comfortable with approaching and dating a white woman mm. just straight off the bat. Okay. So I definitely would approach it differently because I, I would be a little more skeptical and would have to observe how she is with family. Hmm. What do you think? Who's more in- intimidating to approach? Black women or white women? Black women. Cause Cause, wow. Put it out there. I did both of them. Like I said, I'm married to a black um, and Hispanic woman. It's not. It's nothing about that. It's because a black woman, even even when she's being approached, you could be just giving a compliment sometimes, and she's taking it as, "Why are you talking to me?" Sometimes. Not it's all, real. Not, not all, that's not all black real. that's on an individual basis. Hold on. No, no, no. I'm not. It's not. It's definitely on an individual. But sometimes that's the, the, the attitude you get, especially in New York City. You could be just saying something nice. Everybody's not coming, giving you a compliment to try to talk to you. She's the way she turns him down is gonna make a feel. Okay. What you call it? When you some when sometimes when you approach some white women, this is from experience. I'm not talking about everybody. When you say everybody, that that's something that, that's mm-hmm. some, you know. Yeah. I'm talking we're, from experience. We're not generalizing. Okay. Yeah. So um, so you, you could give the white girl a compliment, even if she's not interested. She might turn you off. Polite. Oh, okay. So, so polite. I asked so, a question and got three different answers. Nice. So, so <laughs> we're gonna move nice. on to the topic, but I want to <laughs> let you close out as far as how you feel about that. Do you, do you think that's a, a strained uh, ideology to say that approaching a woman of color versus a white woman is different? No, we're women. If we like you, we like you. Approach us regular you don't have to oh well that's a black woman so let me turn on my black woman approach oh that's a white woman let me turn on my it's white not, woman approach. you know what no, no. just let say me hello, say it's, let me say you? it's not approach it's not necessarily approach it's more so conversation that's exactly what I'm, I'm, I was going to say. The conversation is going to be different between a black and a white person. The conversation a might black be woman, with the approach. Just, just greet me. Yeah. Just say hi. How yeah, are you? Yeah, it's going to be the general stuff. Hey, how are you? But yeah. the conversation is probably going to... I'm, I'm expecting a different conversation if I speak to of a white course, woman. Of course, that's 100%. But, but black women aren't, aren't more intimidating. Black women... Now, I definitely don't think so. Oh, definitely not. To me, it's just like, you know what? 
I I have the ability to have conversations, so I'm not gonna be like, yo, shorty, and hit you. <laughs> you got a fatty? I want to know what's good. I'm gonna speak, I'm gonna try to speak to your mind even before if I know you're intelligent or not, and mm-hmm. and whether it it works or not, that's a whole other story. So okay. I want to move on to another topic okay. that's a little controversial, and you know, I'm going to mention the clip in the the second question that made me think of this topic, but mm-hmm. the overall topic is. He gave you a baby, but wouldn't give you his last name. Mm-hmm. In our community, it's a lot of baby mothers versus wives. Okay. And and, and I want to like kind of dissect that situation and, and see if we could further have conversation about that. So my first question is, mm-hmm. why are there so many baby mothers and not wives in the African American community? Who going first? I'll go, go first. first. <laughs> it, at a at a real high level, and I'll pass it right away, and then you could pass it back. <laughs> It's, it's just the destruction of the black family. All of this is just a result of, of what we went through. That's, it's a result of our experience. To remove the black man from the house, to make the black woman undesirable, to, to essentially break down the black family. Now, how we respond to that, we're noncommittal. Um, it's so much. Like... We don't think about family anymore. It's more about ourselves. It's more about Getting ours what we want to do, what we want to accomplish. We don't think in terms of community or even family anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? So I- I'll leave it there for now. Why do I think there's more Baby children's mothers, mothers than wives? Than um, a lot of us come from single-parent homes. So we're used to seeing whether it be our fathers leave or just seeing our mothers there the whole time we have so many single parent homes in our community so we're used to not seeing the idea of marriage or the idea of just a two-parent home period Mm -hmm. so we've kind of gotten used to that and said well my mother did it so i could do it too and then you got the guys who think the same way. Well, my mother raised kids on her own, so she so could raise these kids on her own. Right. Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> so they walk out. That's one reason. And I feel like another reason is a lot of women are not requiring men to marry them. They point. are okay with just having his child. And they assume that, okay, well, we're together, together, whatever that means, mm-hmm. with this child. So maybe he'll marry me in the long run. Mm-mm. You have to require him to do it. And I feel like women need to smarten up when it comes to that stuff. He's not marrying you because you're not requiring him to marry you. What do you think? Um, I'm finally going to agree with her on something. Yeah, she's, 100, <laughs> she's 100% right on that. I think um, especially in the African-American community, they don't have the right blueprint. right? So if you're coming from a single-parent home, you're not going to know that the fact that you got this girl pregnant you should be trying to, the next step is you should be trying to build your family and move to marriage or work on something. You just think it's normal. Yo, she pregnant. It's cool. I'm going to take care of the baby. You don't require to say, you know what, let's make it work to have the family. Because if, sometimes, if you if you don't come from the, the Brady Bunch, you're not going to know how to experience, how to how, how to go about that. So I, th- I definitely feel like what she said with the single parent home, it definitely affects the dynamics of what's going on of why people just become baby mothers instead of wives. And then also a lot of men don't know how to make a woman a wife because he doesn't have the foundation or the, ba- you know, I, I want to, yeah, they can learn. Yeah. I want to deconstruct that. The whole situation. You got to be a willing even, learner to learn. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even further. That's true. I feel like to be honest with you, there's so many of us in, in the African American community who don't truly know what they want in a person that they pursue, that so many people are starting situations with people that they don't know anything about. They mm-hmm. don't know any about their values and, and, and foundation. So we chase after people for superficial reasons or, or we don't have real communication on, on what we want from a person. And then we wind up in situationships. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are staying together because one person needs the other person just to hold them down. It's, it's, it's so many people who don't really, really know what they want in a partner, and we kind of get into settle, settle situations. And then when the situation happens, I, I wish I had, like, a study behind it. Situation happens when people, you know, do become pregnant. Mm-hmm. Not all of a sudden it's just like, ah, you know what? 
I'll have the kid with this person, but you know, I don't want to spend the rest of my life with this person. Which is a weird dynamic because to me, weird. having a child with someone to me is more important than just being married to a person. Why? You think so? Yes, because a, ma- a marriage is a bond that you, you know what, you had ideology, I love this person, I want to spend the rest of my life with the person. But having a child with a person is permanent no matter what the situation you gotta is. make it work regardless marriages nowadays it's like a phone contract maybe your last two years maybe you might break it before this that's a fact but having a child if i chose to have a child with you that's a lifetime i'm gonna contract. be that's a lifetime commitment to the person and a lot of people are having children without even thinking about that like irresponsible sex sleeping with people who they don't even intend on being with and exactly. being irresponsible so they don't they're having children with people who they don't even see themselves with. So how, how? So the relationship is gone before it even starts. And that's that's the crazy dynamic I don't understand. People are taking risks and having unprotected sex with people who they don't, who they don't see as a possible long term answer in the relationship. So how are you even taking these risks? It's fun. <laughs> it feels good, it's but fun. you know you got to be responsible. <laughs> they don't know themselves. Yep. And exactly. if you don't know yourself, then you're not going to know what you want in a partner. And your exactly. relationship is not going to work if you don't know who you are and if you're not established. So people need to stop getting themselves into these adult situations, i.e. having a child. I always say this to people when it comes to having children. Raise yourself before you raise somebody else. Exactly. Learn who you are before you bring another person into this world. Yeah. Simple. And too many, like you said, too many people engage in casual sex, casual sexual relationships, mm-hmm. and not people who you feel is a quality person. You, yeah. We we chase so much of the physical intimacy that we don't think about, like, you know, if I do wind up with this person for the rest of my life or, or obligate to this person, do I even like this person? Mm-hmm. How many people out here having sex with people you don't even like? A lot. But the people. sex a is lot. good. It feels good. She, she got a fatty. Way. Yeah. He got a, a big joint, so you like getting... You know what I'm saying? Like, so many people approach a relationship with that kind of mindset. That's why we have so many broken families. And that's why Besides we Besides for the other factors of, you know, so many men being incarcerated, so many men being lost because of yeah. unfair justice rule but, or but, the drug drug dealing or different kind of nature of that brings the black men out of the family. Go ahead. But like you said, the casual sex thing, you don't go in and say, I got a long-term plan with the person, right? You go in and say, you know, I want my nut for the night. I want I want this for the night, and I'm good. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you have a baby, and then you're mad that you're having a baby with that you that you don't even know the person. Then you get mad for the consequences to happen. But having a baby is not a joke. It's a serious situation. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing that, you don't think about it long-term, and that's why that's how we, people get affected. So this is the um, the next question I wanted to ask, and I watched a video mm-hmm. of Dr. Umar Johnson. You know, I know yeah. Dr. Yeah. Umar Johnson. Know he and he said something, and then someone was asking, like, what do you think about it? And he was saying how, and that's what made me talk about the topic of you gave him, he gave me a baby, but he didn't give me his last name. In the video, he said that so many men don't marry their baby mothers because they were made a father in a circumstance one they wasn't ready for, yeah, two, that. two, they they didn't choose. They they didn't want to have the child, but the, but you know it's a woman's right for her body. She chose to choose the baby, mm-hmm. and now she's the baby mother. But I took it one step further. A lot of times, men marry other women who have children that's not theirs, mm-hmm. and and they, he made that woman a wife, where he made his first child mother just his baby mother. Mm-hmm. So, the, to sum it up, Doctor Mark Johnson said these men chose. To make the woman that they married their wife, yeah. where a lot of times men are made baby fathers in situations that they can't control. So, do you think that's the reason why a lot of men just don't marry their baby mothers because they? For- I don't want to say forced because anytime you get into the bed, who's a responsible party, yeah. right? Two, two but yeah. they kind of in, in an unconventional way became a parent, and that's. That's of course there's a lot of bitterness to not marry that person. Yeah, nah, that, that's, nah, that's bullshit, man. <laughs> like, if you don't want to have a baby, don't have a baby. Like, you know what you're doing when you're in that bedroom. So that's bullshit. I, I understand the concept of being trapped. Maybe someone lied, said they on a pill or something like that. But you know what I mean. 
it's not the woman's fault that she got pregnant. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we know, that's, that's BS. He to me. knows the consequences of un- if you have sex without a condom, what you thought you was gonna get a flat screen TV. Yeah. Like you know what the consequences are. So I don't really buy the he was forced. No man is forced into nothing. They yeah. do what they want to do, and that's just it. So do you think it's more of a timing thing on why men yeah. don't marry their? Baby he wasn't mother ready at the time. Versus Sometimes marrying another woman who mm-hmm. has a child that's yeah, not his, he, makes he, yeah, he wasn't ready. Um, when the baby was conceived, he was caught in a moment, didn't really prepare prepare himself for a baby, and so he just went about it accordingly. It's like now she's just a woman who I was with who has my child, not someone who I want to be with. Okay, so what do you think? I think it definitely plays a part. Of it. Sometimes he's not ready, but also I, play, I think it's like. Sometimes the person being in a relationship and the relationship going great. Now, men or I mean, the man might think that was this her, her thing the whole time. This is what she planned to do to have a baby with me, mm-hmm. and now he feels like, hold on, I'm not gonna marry her because just because we having a kid. And then he gets into another relationship, and then he feels like if she already had kids already, which he could just, you know what, I'm gonna make her my wife. Cause he doesn't have to deal with the stress factor of it of his first first relationship. It does. It does. Listen, it it is very weird. But that's what that's what happens sometimes. He's like, hold on, was that her whole thing the whole time? She she wants to get pregnant for me because she knew I wasn't ready. Because those conversations. But you knew you weren't ready either. Those conversations gotta gotta. Those conversations you gotta have that early early in the game when you start a relationship. God forbid, oh, we have a kid. You know, you gotta, you gotta have those, if this is getting serious, you gotta have those kind of conversations, right? Mm-hmm. So true. But let, that's let, a- let me, let me just break it down a little bit. Like we're men, we know when we're about to come, and we know we don't have a condom on. That's true. But you can get impregnated by pre-com. You can. No, you can't. Yes, then you I can. got mad kids somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it can happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can. Gynecologists will confirm that it can yeah. happen because and also. We register coming also by certain feelings and stuff like that, but sometimes we already started the process before it registered to our head that we're coming. Word? Yeah, well, then I'm, like, I'm special. Just a <laughs> any, Anybody just a on live stream, any, any, y'all ever heard of anybody getting pregnant off a of pre come? I, I have. Ne- I never. I have. And, and just like call a side, up. sidebar, this you is. Want a, me to call, you think I'm lying? No, but this is a sidebar, <laughs> just like how um, the whole drama with, I don't know if you watch Insecure. Mm-hmm. On how when he uh, you know ejaculated in her face, yeah. and he kind of gave her idea that she was coming and stuff like that, but he mm-hmm. couldn't time exactly when yeah. it was coming. Mm-hmm. But he gave her you know a kind of a warning and it just came out kind of thing. Well, that's, mm-hmm. So another thing is just to me is like so many people how we were talking about earlier are having irresponsible sex. So it's just like how do you sleep with someone who you can't say in the back of your mind like yo if I have a child. I'm going to be screwed. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many times you see a good-looking person with a terrible baby father slash baby mother and you wonder, how did that situation come about? Hennessy. Or just <laughs> people make bad decisions <laughs> when they I was drink like a water. Wednesday, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A too, dry Wednesday too much, too when much, nothing was too, going on. Too much Henny. Too much <laughs> Henny in the system. Yeah, I think it, it just has to do with not enough self-awareness. Yeah. Not enough knowledge of consequences and people not um, putting their priorities, well, in the right order. So no one's managing mm-hmm. their priorities. They start thinking about the wrong things, and that's how it happens. Yeah, it's about being responsible. Yeah. And some, a lot got, of these adults accept, are not yeah, we responsible. We got to accept that a lot of people aren't responsible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You kind of, um, before I close on this topic, you kind of made mention to this, but the last portion of this topic is do you think there's a bigger societal issue? More families not being consistent of a husband and a wife. A societal issue, yes, I do. Yeah. There's an agenda, like he said, to separate the black family. And that's why we have these images that black men are chasing. And I always hear people make these ignorant comments. I want mixed babies. I want mixed babies. I don't even know what that means. In the Caribbean (laughs) culture, they, you know... Some people will be proponent of interracial couples so that the baby has nice skin or a nice nose nice features, or yeah. nice hair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You I hear want that I want black babies. Blickety black. All black. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's I want nothing wrong with that. I don't want no mixed babies. Sorry. Nothing but, against them, but I, no. Wait, but you're 
I'm the product of an interracial relationship, but I want black babies. I there's said not, it. There's nothing wrong with that. But you know, <laughs> I, I, also, said it. I also think it's a big issue because we always concentrate on how incarceration, unfair yeah. drug laws, or, you know, mm-hmm. lack of opportunity creates the break in the family dynamic. But there's also a dynamic like how we said earlier how, you know, certain women feel that, you know what, I don't need a man to, to raise my child. I don't yep. need a husband to raise my child. Mm-hmm. So we, could, we we kind of developed this dynamic where we don't appreciate each other as a nuclear family. Yeah. Where it's just that we just like, you know what? F it. If I have this kid, he's not going to be there. I'm still going to raise the kid. And yeah. we don't, like you said, we don't require mm-hmm. enough people to be like, yeah. you know what? This person needs to be my husband or my wife before we grow this family. Yeah. So yeah. many people feel like, you know what? Either he's going to be with me or not. The train not going to stop. Yeah. And that's what develops broken... The broken family also creates further search for identity for the child, yeah. right? Because you're always going to wonder, if mommy's not there, why is mommy not there? If daddy's not there, why daddy's not there? Mm-hmm. So now you kind of grow up with a disadvantage because you're always searching for self and not having the true picture of what self is. Yeah, true. And that affects your future goals. That affects your outlook on family and life because you always feel like you're missing something. Yeah, somewhere along the line, we forgot what a union is and that it takes two people to raise a child and that that child needs balance they need a man and a woman they need that masculine and that feminine energy in the household but we we've lost the art of that it's it's like it we don't think about what the child necessarily needs um emotionally mm-hmm. as much as i think that we used to yeah. we're not as conscious of that it's more about the, yeah and yeah what do you think um, I, I think a lot of it deals with the foundation and the upbringing, right? So if that mother or father um, is bringing somebody who deal with that, they're brainwashed into a certain kind of way. So you a, a, a woman cannot teach a man how to be a man, okay? And a man because like a man a can't teach a woman, a man can't teach a woman how to be a woman. Uh, you know, as vice versa. But it's like it's lacking a foundation. Like if. If that person's brought up in a single parent home or one of their parents was better at a young age, that person might grow up that way. If you grow up in a, in a home where you see that your mother was hitting on your, your mother, I mean, your father was hitting on your mother, yeah. you might take that anger with you in your relationship because you think it's normal now. Mm-hmm. So the upbringing leads to a lot of this was going on. I don't really need, um, I don't have to be with him together. It don't matter. I see, I see it all the time. Um, my baby's gonna be okay anyway. I don't need you. You think your priorities messed up, but no, you do need that person. I'm as I'm speaking as a married man. I have a wife, right? And we just had a baby, ten month old baby. I can't do half the things she do, and she can't do half the things I do. That's gonna bring my daughter up and be raised the right way. Right. So it got to be unity. The is unity it, part is lacking it, in every in, in all places, and that's why a lot of time it's very. Everybody feel like they gotta be independent now. Yeah. Oh, I don't need this man. I don't need the fuck but it. I'm, I, sh- I, fuck it. I don't need her. I'm just gonna pay the bills anyway. She still mm-hmm. gonna talk shit about me. That's not the. That's not the answer. That's the true. answer is trying to work it together. Whether y'all being together or not, for the for the better of the, the kid. kid. Mm-hmm. And we and we gotta also remember, mm-hmm. children first role models are their parents. Parents. That's the example. First relationship. That's, that's the, the foundation. example that you see on a daily basis while you're developing your mind. So a man needs. To have a mother to know how he should treat women in the future, how he yep. should value a woman's place. Yep. Women also need a man in their family so to know how they should be treated. Yeah. What kind of respect they should be given. Facts. We we need to have that nuclear family there so we have an example on how to be better people and approach life in a better way. Even when even when the relationship is not going well, you don't bash the man or woman when you have a kid because that's gonna affect them long term. Mm-hmm. Even if you know that man ain't paying no bills, he ain't helping you with shit, or that woman is not helping you with nothing, you doing all this. You don't tell the kids that because that's gonna affect them long term because they're gonna they yeah. might come up into that same situation thinking it's okay now. Because that's all they know. Because that's all you they got know. you got people who would disagree with that. Even though I agree with you, you got people who would disagree with that and say if a parent is lacking in a certain area that the child should know what's going on with the parent, but that's another that's another story. That's not because it's not 
first of all, maybe when they're older, first yeah. of all, why they're developing, I don't yeah, why they yeah. developing. But no, nah, yeah, I agree with you. You can't take somebody seven, eight years old, tell them that, and then expect at eighteen she's gonna understand the same thing, right? So you, it's better just to to work with each other when it comes to certain situations like that. So if you have a parent who's not coming to see their child, and then the seven or eight year old kid is, you know, where's my father? Where's my mother? And this consistent, this is consistently happening. What do you, what do you do? Do you? You have to be honest, but at the same time, you can't warp their opinion on that whole sex mm-hmm. because that's that's mm-hmm. the thing, the mistake I feel a lot of people make. Yeah. Like, men, and you know, I've gotten into conversations, sidebar, uh, and chats, and posts mm-hmm. with you. We can't say all men ain't shit. Black men ain't shit. Black men are terrible. We have to say, you know what? I dealt with this person. This person wasn't. A good person because we need to not have the child have a warped perception of you know the the, the sex as a whole kind of thing especially yeah. people of color because we already turn on the tv turn on the radio turn to so many yeah. negative images of ourselves that we need to have in our home that example that you know we're not all this kind of a way right mm-hmm. right same you can't you can't generalize either gender based off of your experiences because yeah, you know we under attack enough. Yeah. So the last topic is baby boys, right? And you know, <laughs> Tyrese, like I said, Tyrese is Tyrese is out here wilding, y'all. He he definitely. You can like do a Jody. whole show. I saw that. He a looked, whole show. Like it could be a mental issue show. It could be financial responsibility show. Mm. It could be how you conduct yourself in public. He's he's just a complete situation he, right now. He's definitely playing his but character. But it made me think of Jody, baby boy. How, and we have a, a large population of men, right? Because of many different reasons. One, not having a strong example of what it is to be a man. Two, just not feeling culpable enough to like carry themselves correctly. That we have a lot of men who are they've aged, but they haven't grown. They're uh-huh. literally baby boys, right? So uh-huh. my first question is, why are so many men are baby boys and not being men per se? Because there was no consistent male role model in the household um, to to raise them and give them those to teach them how to be a man. A woman cannot teach a boy, cannot raise a boy into being a man, right? No. She can raise him into an adult to a certain degree and be responsible, or whatever, but not a man and how to handle himself yeah. as a man. Yeah. So similar to like baby boy. Uh, and you said that your parents are your first relationship, that child looks at the mother in a a different type of way. It's an emotional connection, but it's like a relationship. And that connection there, um, he's relying on that mother for emotional support, almost like he would be a woman. So the baby boy situation comes in if another man comes into the household or or whatever, um, he feels like that man is taking his mother away from him. Not necessarily, um, you know, he hates the man or whatever. It could be anybody. Yeah. A lot of men, a lot of these young men out here are looking for a woman to continue the process of taking care of him the way that yeah. his mother did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the problem. So, so and, and we have so many people who grow up with the hustler's mentality of, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get by. And sometimes finding a woman to take care of you is another form of, how am I going to get by? What's it? Did you have anything to say yet? I did. Um, to piggyback off what Derek said about not having a consistent male figure, you also have the single mother who gave her son everything mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she felt like she had to work twice as hard because the father wasn't there. So now she's spoiling him, giving him everything, negating the fact that she's not showing him what a man needs to do. She's yeah. not showing him, hey, even though I'm working hard to make this happen for us, there should be a man here helping me. So now that same boy grows up and meets me and expect me to do the things that his mother did for him all his life. That happened? You, you, you asking it? me? Yeah. Yes, it did. Yeah. And it's not I'm happening. Ma- I'm making sure that you talk about that example. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. Because you, you went through a baby boy situation. Um, That's funny. But I'm just saying. To piggyback what our guest was saying, I, definitely I think it's a lack of guidance, right? But I, I also feel like a lot of times now... um. Parents are being nice to to this young man and an individual because at the end of the day, 
your, your cutoff point should be 18 years old. After 18, he got to figure it out. Because I think I think parents nowadays are giving um, kids extended contracts. So they feel like they get to 25, and this this happened. He graduated high school, he graduated college, <laughs> and now he's going for his master's, but he never worked yet. So his mom is still paying his car note, yeah. still paying his car insurance. He's willing still, to adult And, then, and then next thing you know, now he's 29, he's going for his second master's. That's a crazy example. Still, 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 still didn't have <laughs> you no smart as hell, but you don't know no, what life's still, about. Still didn't have no job, nothing, yeah. but his mom is still Yo. paying that credit card. She's still paying everything off. That's the problem. Oh, man got two it, masters it, it, and his, yeah. and his listen, mom's paying his bills. You don't know how to wipe his ass. That's the fact. The, 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 the cutoff point of 18 years old, We now parents are given extended contracts. So a lot of times, it's the lack of guidance and also it's like, you got to give that kid a cutoff point to let them know what life is about. And even if it's not a cutoff, I would just think that as a child, just give the kid little responsibilities. Like, you know, yeah, hey, pick fact. this yeah, up, clean this, fact. help me yeah. do this. Just show him or her, like, you know, you're supposed to help mommy. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. it. That's one thing. I've always had small little jobs. Yeah. Either yeah. before, you know, it was babysitting and yeah. then doing other, working mm-hmm. at a dental office. Yeah. Something to give me responsibility. Yeah. So all I, I know is Think about that. Yeah. As soon as I was of age, I was working. Yeah. So I was working... Young. Even some of you, fourteen, oh, yes. had little jobs. And of stuff course, like that. but also it's like sometimes the the it's not about just lack of guidance. It's a lot of these children now they don't want to look at their their parents as their role model or look for the guidance. Which is like mm-hmm. my father, Garvis, is over. Uh, he taught me the meaning of hard work. He he wasn't the best father when it came to certain things, but I know he he showed me you got to work for this because nothing's gonna come easy, mm-hmm. and that's my mentality. Like. I'm, listen, I'm not the smartest. I'm not. I'm not the best at everything. But I work hard. When yeah. it comes to working or getting, getting that dollar provided, I'm gonna do it. Whatever mm-hmm. it takes. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot of look, um, lack of guidance. Also, being responsible to take advice and know that you know what this person's trying to help me in the long run. Yeah, he's not trying to hurt me. That's what so, I think. So let me ask this, because you know we kind of group in the older generations and the older mentalities. You know. A woman sometimes wasn't forced to pursue a career. There was this like, you know, be beautiful, learn to be the best homemaker that you can be, and somehow it, I know it don't it don't sound. <laughs> I like ain't say you. nothing. No, you ain't the fake. <laughs> I but, ain't say nothing. You know, back in the day, you was taught like learn to be Susie homemaker yeah. so that you find you yeah. a golden egg who's gonna take care of you and stuff like that. But now I feel like so men, so many men are out here looking for a woman to take care of them. Is this like a reverse epidemic kind of situation where men is just like you know there's so many women doing their thing that you know what? let me find somebody who's gonna hold it down. You mean like men living off of women? Yes. Oh, there's a, yes. a lot. There's a, a, and there's a lot. Of, trust me. No disrespect. See, there's a lot of bums out here. Yeah. I don't want to call them bums. No, but no, baby no, no, boy no, 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 no. Baby boy, aka bum. Because yeah, if, if you let, let's have the woman you on the panel. No, I got a lot to say on this. <laughs> this is the time. He wants the woman to replace his struggling single mother. Mm. He wants the woman to cook, to clean, to pay all the bills and do the laundry and carry him and clothe him and bathe him and burp him <laughs> what 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 you might, you might as well have to change your pamper bro so do you think it's a real problem yes or, like, like, yes like his how are you a man asking a woman for money yeah i don't know uh, you could struggle, understand. you know, as a couple. You could struggle, struggle like, yeah. as a couple, Short, but hold me down. But like men asking for you, allowances. Out how here. are you yeah. a man? Like, I need some money on the counter. I need to get. How are you a man yeah. comfortable with a woman buying you things like a car? A check. Like though, if I if I was with Oprah. Yeah. I would try to find myself, find a way to have some kind of worth in the relationship. But I would honestly, I mean, I would, I would, ta- I would take a car. <laughs> no, of course you would take a car. Y'all ain't shit. Honestly, over, I was still. I, the car I, was extreme. I definitely death. take some of her bread, but I still work in her business <laughs> to show. Was, listen, I would go to work in one of her business and work every day. You would do something. Yeah, I, I would be a philanthropist. I'd volunteer, even if I wasn't working for money because Oprah was holding me down. I'd be the best big brother mentor. I would be giving yeah. back to the yeah. community because my stress is not in building a So area. you wouldn't be home playing 2K all no. day? No. Oh, yeah, let me read it. I, I would cool. never want a woman to take care of me. But there are some men who are okay with that. 
I mean, role reversal in, in 2017 is real. Gender roles are, are changing. Mm-hmm. And but that, it's a problem. I, I disagree with that's that. That's disgusting. It's what people are doing, man. It makes me it's sick. What people you are got doing. That's disgusting. Men out here being taken care of lovely. Yeah. And women are doing it just to say they have a man. Yeah. They're like, well, at least I got a it's man. Do you? Up. You have a it's son, new, sweetie. It's no thanks. Come up. So the last question <laughs> I had, and it's kind of touching on the same thing we just was talking about. Does the changing disparity with women making more money than men, women being more educated than men, are making men want to be kept? Right? Women are making more money than men? No, I never no, it's, it's, so. I said the changing on disparity the because before right. it was really large difference, and now you'll find a lot of relationships where the woman is making more money than the man. Sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. That's growing. So, so, what's the question? So, the question is, with women being more educated than men now, which which is leading to women finding more lucrative positions, yeah, is it changing the aspect for for now more men? It's like you know, there's women out here who got that bag. I want to be taken care of. Is is that changing that you know that view? Yeah. You know, for me, I'm speaking. To, I'll be speaking to something that I don't I don't know anything of because I'm not in that type of circle where. I know a majority of women who are making more than men and men are seeking this type of refuge with a woman where the woman is the come up. I don't. Oh, so you can't relate. To be nah, honest, I really, not, to I really can't. That's not. You, and I, that's the majority, the majority, even if I look at my immediate family, mm-hmm. like cousins and stuff like that, the majority of the female cousins yeah. or the women cousins, I got schooled for using female, mm-hmm. women cousins, are getting more money than women than are doing. Cousins. Women are doing their thing. It's props it's, to the women for doing their thing. Especially in the black community, black women, women are out here thing. getting more money but sometimes women than are doing their thing, but, but... I think it's this, right? I think what happens is it's a failure, like... I don't. I wouldn't care if my woman is making more money than me, right? As long as I'm working and bringing something to the table, and also I'm 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 bringing something that's gonna equal our relationship, right? A lot of times, guys, guys yeah. be like, "Oh, that woman could be making one hundred fifty thousand. Say you making forty thousand, whatever, because mm. she has more education." Which girl? Mm-hmm. Get a second job. If you're not hustling out here, you're not gonna yeah. eat. So hustle, listen, you're not gonna hustle, you're not gonna eat. Nobody gonna put plate on your food no more for you. Those days are over. Yeah. So and listen, that 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 tricking, that taking care of a guy is okay. Maybe in high school, college, you might think it's cute. When you a grown man and you having that conversation with your boy, yo, yeah, shorty boy, me, shorty that what you call it. She's not gonna respect you ever in life in that relationship because she's always gonna say to you. You had nothing before me. And she's going to downgrade you at one period of time because you never showed her. That's a, that's a possibility. You never, no, that, that is going to be a possibility because you never showed her the true fact of you knowing that, how to be a man and support your own. Yeah. Your woman could be making 150000 But if I got three jobs, it might still not add up to 150000 But if it adds up to 95000 and you hustle and she don't respect you're that, working. then good luck. As long as you, yeah. a, you man is, a man is supposed mm-hmm. to work and provide. Exactly. And, it's and in protect. the man's DNA exactly. to provide. Yeah. So when I see men out here just proud to be taken care of, I'm like, what? Yeah, you you gotta get out there and work. If you a maintenance you man, work. you could be a maintenance man. You could be a mailman, and, and you 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 could work at Home Depot, have three different jobs, three different shifts, and that woman could be a lawyer making one hundred sixty thousand. Mm-hmm. If she don't respect that grind, knowing that she he ain't never gonna get that one sixty, even those three jobs combined probably, and what you call it, but as long as he's providing, and he's bringing something right. to the table, then that's a different dynamics. But these guys are proud of being home and just. Chilling and letting their lady work hard, and then they don't even they don't even take care of the, uh, the stuff at home. Sometimes is he responsible? Yeah. Is he grinding? Those are the things that you know we should look for. Yeah. So you know, this is the that was end a touchy. Yeah. No, but this is the end. We, we uh, that flew. The hour flies yeah. by. You know. So I'd like to thank you guys for coming on, being wonderful guests. Thank you for having us. No appreciate appreciate it. Yes. I wanted to get some of your spicy, you know, have us come back to <laughs> the spiciness. So this is the time of the show where I allow our guests to like do a shout out, let people know what they got going on and where they can reach out to you guys. So what's up with you, D? All right. Um, what I got going on? I got a lot. We well, we got some things that we can't really announce yet. We got some mm-hmm. things coming up. But let them know how they could reach. Yeah. You could reach, reach out us on at the Blueprint Podcast on Facebook at the Blueprint Live on IG. I'm on Facebook. You can see me in the comments. It's Derek D E R E K D E E. Okay. Holla at us. Um, same thing. Uh, on. 
Facebook. I am, I'm in the comments, Devora Walker. I go by my first and last name. I talk a lot of stuff that Shit. gets, Spicy stuff. That gets <laughs> people upset, but I don't care. Um, travel ex- traveler, yes. lifestyle traveler. Yes, the Black Carmen San Diego. Yeah, I, 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 I be everywhere. Mm-hmm. When you tell me about the trips, I'm like, man, she don't play. She be out of here. You never yes. know where we'll Her be next. Got tattoos. <laughs> Both of you guys. Both of you guys. Like, yo, looking at your pictures, like, wow, these people out of here. Yeah, we, we be we, out. We be everywhere. New York is trash. Ready to leave soon. So, actually, <laughs> but we do have some dope things coming up that are still in the works that we're not gonna put out there yet. But mm-hmm. you can catch us on Facebook, Instagram. And when y'all ready, definitely let me know so I can let my yes. people know. And, and For sure. And, stuff yes. like that. and we're The Blueprint Live on iTunes and The Blueprint Live on SoundCloud. Yes. Yes. And what about you, bro? Um, just everyday <laughs> stuff, you know, just just thankful. Thankful taking it one day at a time. I'm thankful for the guests for coming through. I'm it was interesting, you yeah. know, but I'm just uh, just blessed, you know, <laughs> put God first in your life. That's what I try to live my motto by now. So right. I'm just thankful. And like I said, I'm, I'm very thankful for having you guys come on to the show. I want to thanks for having us, man. Build our rapport and, you know, whatever time I can help you guys out with anything. If y'all have mm-hmm. volunteer initiatives, I'm looking to get more involved. Okay. And, you know, helping out the community yeah. as well as getting things. And going. y'all got to come do something with us on a Wednesday. Right. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely try to come through. Yeah. And, like, like always. and I'll be leading the conversation. <laughs> cool, cool. And I'll, I'll be ready to answer your questions. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I'm leading it. <laughs> Even though she's too young to be listening to this. I want to shout out my niece Tony, who got baptized today, gave her life to Christ. Mm-hmm. She's That's cute. She's my hero. I need to do that soon. I'm mm-hmm. trying to do that soon. But like always, I always tell people, man, like go out here, work hard, you know, chase your legacy and not liabilities. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. you're going to leave your name on this earth. And we out. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye. All right. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. We think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though. It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. We think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though. It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo.